What is happening, ladies and gents? I hope we are doing good, and I hope we're having an absolutely incredible day, wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this to, whatever time or year this is in. You might be listening to this in the year 2025. If you are, this is a bit out to date. Maybe listen to a more recent one. Um, but guys, basically today's podcast, episode 18 of Level Up by KDH, when excuses are acceptable. Oh, Christian's talking about when excuses are acceptable. What the fuck's going on? So before we get into it, and before we really fucking dive deep into this, I want you to do me a massive favor. If you're enjoying this podcast and it's a big highlight of your week, please, firstly, share it to your story. Rate this for me, please. But most importantly, share it to someone else. If you, It's a big part of your week. If you love it, if these little bite-sized episodes give you so much momentum and energy and, and just a lift up and awareness, please share it with someone else. It's, I'm just asking you to do that for me right after this. I'll do it right now. Press pause, set, like, hit the share button, send it to someone else right now. Please do that for me. So guys, kicking off and getting into it. So when are excuses acceptable? Excuses are never fucking acceptable, guys. They are never, ever acceptable, right? When it comes to life, what we need to understand is that like it comes down to a few different reasons. Like when we want to get something done, we do it, right? And it it literally comes down to priorities, right? It always comes down to priorities. Where something lies, how much of a priority it is, and what's going on at the time. It can also come down to frustration, and um, which I'll come on and share about. And it can also come down to obviously the fear of doing something or the, the fear of failure or something like that. So people put up these sort of excuses when something isn't a priority. So when something's like fitness, for example, because let's be honest, like I have like clients that do amazing. I've got clients that kind of sit in the middle and then they peak and then they go down and then people that go up to the top. And that's because that's what a fitness journey looks like. I've got people who sink and then they lift right up. I've got some people and like any like any coach who doesn't admit this is just absolutely lying. I've got people who come into the program and they're just not ready to change, right? It, it happens, right? It would be absolutely mental to think that every single person is ready to just skyrocket, right? And nine times out of 10, it comes back to priorities. How much of a priority is this? But with all the big success stories I've had in the program or anyone that I've worked with over the years, it's purely because that person's ready to change, right? That is the, the biggest, simplest thing, right? And what you see when someone is at that point where this is a priority, they're still going to put up the excuses. They're still going to be there because they're going to bump into things that are going to scare them, whether that be signing up to a big event, whether that be pushing to the next level, doing something, doing a photo shoot. And then again, it's the fear. So it comes back to that. So I'm trying to give you a few examples there. Or it's when you're feeling frustrated. So the other week, to give you some insight, basically, like obviously, I run a business. As you guys know, I work with a lot of business owners and stuff, a lot of people that have got a lot on their plate professionally. And comes with a lot of frustration, guys. And basically, if anyone watched me on social media, we were in France recently for the half Ironman, and basically, like everything that could have went wrong went wrong. And all the normal frustrations that I deal with pretty well in business, do you know what I mean? Like anything that's going on, anything at all, we're all enhanced because I was frustrated with we added two hours on a fucking nine hour journey. So we're in the car for ages. We've been traveling for two days. The hotel messed up the room. We had a single bed. We didn't get there till late at night. The swim got canceled. It was raining and it'd been 30 degrees driving all the way through France. It was just a lot of things. And I basically found myself enhancing these usual frustrations that I had. And I started to vocalize excuses, guys. I was basically like, fuck's sake, man. Fucking algorithm, fucking Facebook and all that. And I just stopped myself in my tracks, right? And I just went, Ailey, this is just me just being a victim right now. And why I'm sharing this right now, guys, is that the biggest mistake that folk think is that, that people make is that they believe that the people that they look up to, that they want to be, whether that be physically, mentally, personally, whatever they look up to in business, they look up to in performance, fuck man, that fucking athlete, 
that that person that's a like an incredible shape that is doing X, Y, and Z, they're doing bits. They still get the same insecurities. They still get the same overwhelm. They still get the same frustrations. They still get the same self doubt. But guess what? They are just better at overriding it. It is as simple as that, guys. They're just better at just acknowledging it. Just like I was sharing, like there, I stopped myself in my tracks and I went, I'm going to stop it. Then I'm going to ground myself. And then I just moved on. Like that, that takes a lot. Like people, like that's the difference between people who thrive and people who don't, is they're better at taking ownership of their own problems internally, right? And the reason why a lot of people don't do that is because it's uncomfortable. Do did I like see calling myself a victim, calling myself out, right? In that second, did I feel comfortable doing that? No, I didn't, but I've done it enough times to understand that when it's is this actually going to allow me to get to where I want to be? Is this going to create more frustration? Is this going to get me, put me in that? Is this going to be reactive or proactive? And ultimately, I was being reactive, so I changed it to be proactive. And you'll never get, like, we have something like two to 3,000 thoughts in, like, a minute or an hour or something. It's crazy, right? If someone thinks that they could be a master of every single one of those thoughts, they're an idiot, right? Self-awareness is key in everything in life, guys. So you need to make sure that you're able to call yourself out in that. So obviously, as I said, they're, like, they're not acceptable, right? So basically, I wrote this little scale out in the piece of paper, right? So we've got essentially got three sort of levels to this, right? Frustrated, content, and hungry, right? See if you are not where you want to be, right? There's absolutely no excuse if where you are currently isn't where you want to be, right? Now, I want to kind of add to that, guys, because this is a sort of frustrated category, right? See if you're in that point where you look in the mirror and you see yourself physically and you go, fuck, I know that I'm underperforming or you feel that your fitness is down, you feel low in energy, you know you're cutting corners, you're, you're carrying body fat, you don't want to be carrying, you feel fucking fat, you feel out of shape, you feel underperforming, right? That's frustrated, right? See if you are there and you're every day you're just at war with yourself because you want to fucking not be there, right? That's frustration, right? See if you are there, there is absolutely no fucking excuse and like nothing at all because you are not where you want to be. Now, I want to add to that because someone might argue and go, Christian, are you where you want to be? No, I'm not. I'm always wanting to improve, but I'm not going to be honest with you. I am fucking content. I am also content, right? And this is the free second category, content. And then the last one's hungry. Where you want to ideally live, guys, is you want to live in, in that space between being content and hungry. Because you don't want to be hungry all the time. Because, guys, that's something I still fucking deal with because sometimes I need to slow myself down. So I don't deal with, like, and what I'm saying is, we're always going to have that line in the middle, being content, but you don't want to just be there all the time because human beings are driven, like data-driven, progress-driven driven machines. All we want to do is make progress, right? But would you not agree that being consistently frustrated is just not a place that anyone wants to be in within themselves, physically, energy, performance, confidence? No, we do not want to be there. So essentially, guys, what you need to understand is that there is no excuse ever, even when you're like, legit, like, fuck excuses, man. Like, I sound like C.T. Fletcher here, but honestly, guys, like, like, I actually had this conversation with a client the other day, and we were chatting, and, and basically, like, anyone that's worked with me will know I always correct people, not being like a discipline, like a discipline, I can't even say the word, disciplinarian, but I mean, like, when people say things, it's quite negative, or they say things like, I'm trying, or hopefully, or yeah, or they just say something like, I am so bad, I'm so disorganized. And I just stopped them and I said, do you, do you ever hear me highlight my flaws? And they were like, no. I went, do I think I have flaws? Yes. I have insecurities. I have flaws. I've got things that 
a fucking battle with in my head. I'm a fucking human being, right? Every single person does. But do I vocalise them? No, I don't. I don't. And when I do, like I did the other week when I was talking about being in the car, I immediately stopped myself from my footsteps and just went, you're being a fucking victim, Christian. Get over it. And that was very real that I do that. It's taken years, by the way, guys. So what I'm saying is people don't have these practices in place and they don't focus on trying to override their mindset. They don't focus on to try and challenge the way that they're thinking or the stuff. They don't try to provoke what they're saying or what they're doing or their actions, right? So you need to make sure that you are doing something in order to actually have that in place to hold you back. So either having a group of friends around you that are actually going to call you out, having a peer group around you, having a mentor, having a coach, having someone or something that's going to allow you or a reflection point, journaling, meditation, something that's going to allow you to actually sit and think. And something I heard the other day is like, you can't see the label of a bottle if you're constantly inside it, right? And so many people are trying to live their life inside a bottle and just kind of letting life happen to them, whether that be physically, mentally, going through the motions, they're never actually stopping and challenging their way of thinking, challenging their actions, challenging their thoughts. And that's what we need to do, guys. You need to understand that excuses are just you popping out and just gently, it's just, it's either coming out from fear um, frustration or whatever it's coming out because it's a it's an easy option if you put an excuse down there right and don't get me wrong guys there is going to be times where it's like it's understandable right for example the other day I didn't go to the gym on Tuesday, month, Tuesday morning because we literally travelled the entire weekend then on Monday I went I'm having a seriously busy day I was up at half five in the gym had an entire busy day of work and then that went to and I was exhausted at night, went to bed at half nine and I woke up and in my eyes, I could barely open my eyes, right? And I stayed in bed and I went to the gym later. That's not an excuse, Jack, guys. I was fucking exhausted, right? But I just rearranged my day and tweaked it about, right? That's not an excuse, right? Where I see if someone, like a key indicator that you are someone that just hits out with excuses is that you waffle on, you send a big massive message as to why you can't do something, See, if I ever can't do something, like ask anyone, I just tell them why. Like literally like someone asked me to do something, can't do that, this has came up, this is why I'm not doing it. I just tell people candidly and I speak openly. I don't waffle on, pander around it, piss about it. I just say it for what it is. And it's just, I'm such a believer in straight talk. So guys, what we need to understand is excuses are never acceptable, right? And if you, see if you even find yourself saying, this sounds like an excuse or this isn't an excuse, Nine times out of 10, it's a fucking excuse, right, guys? You understand they are never acceptable. They're only holding you back. And it's not to say is it good, bad, right, or wrong if you're doing it. But if you're doing it and this is hitting home right now and you're like putting your hand up, you're laughing, action it, right? There's nothing wrong with it. I'm telling you right now how I done it. I'm telling you how I literally basically called myself out for playing the victim in my car and actually said it out loud to Ailey. I went, nah, fuck this. I'm being a victim right now. I actually called myself out. Do you know what I mean? We're allowed to do it. We're humans. We're allowed to do it. So guys, um, how do you, when do you know you're in a good spot physically and mentally? So obviously, imagine you've at this point, a lot of folk are trying to get to that point where they want to step away from constantly making excuses, feeling frustrated, not being where they want to be. Obviously, it takes fucking consistency, guys. But the reason why a lot of folk fail is because as soon as that first excuse keeps up, as soon as that first reason to slow down or stop pops up, they take it, they jump at it, right? Obviously, you need to override that. But guys, how do you know that you're in a good spot? So this isn't the action steps to get there, but how do you actually know that you're actually in a good spot and, and you're in a good place? Number one, not doing the hard stuff annoys you. 
So not hitting your steps, not hitting your hydration targets, not hitting your boundaries, not training annoys you. It should annoy you. It annoys me. We took five days off there when we were in Paris. And uh, just before that, five days off training, four days actually. And we ate and we drank and stuff. Still like nothing in regards to how I used to do it because obviously I've grown, changed, developed and stuff like that. But still, still really, really drop standards from where they usually are. And I was fucking raging with myself. Like, but I, I set, I allowed myself to do that. And I was actually like, I don't like when I don't do these things, but that's fine. And that's obviously something that I do, right? But what I'm saying is actually not doing something should be hard. Like, I find it hard to not write content, right? To push out content because I've done it so much. It's actually something I find hard not to do. As much of a hard task it is. So yeah, that's a big one there. Number two, um, you don't vocalize self, uh, negative self-talk. As I mentioned there, I've done it the other week, but, and I mentioned it there, like, it's very rare. We're obviously going to do it. We're not going to nail it down all the time, but it's very rare that I'm sitting, like, vocalizing Hunter's negative self-talk about myself. Like, see, when I get all those wee voices in my head, like, when I get sick, doubt creeping, when it, I just don't vocalize it, right? And if you're at that point where you can actually acknowledge that, you don't just succumb to that negative thinking and just let it all out, That's the, that, that shows that you're in a really good spot as well. And then number three, you're frequently setting targets that you might not hit, right? And I think this is a big one and a lot of folk play it small, right, when it comes to targets. And obviously when folk are inside my program, I'm always pushing them and even things are like weight loss targets or step targets. And people will say things to me like, yep, going to hit my, and I'll know where they're at, what they're capable of. And they'll set me a target that's always like, what's your metrics this week? What are you going for? Maybe they're in a fat loss, initial fat loss phase. They've got a holiday coming up. They're pushing towards an event or something. And they'll add to me, I'm going to hit 70,000 steps. And I'm like, let's make that 100,000. And they go, okay. And I'm like, they're not going to do that every week. Let's say that person's an office worker. They might want to start living that. And that's absolutely fine. Obviously, 100,000 steps a day, become uh, a week, not a day, becomes quite a lot. So what I'm saying is, but when you occasionally put that pressure on someone to do it, they go, oh my God, and they jump to the opportunity. Then they're absolutely buzzing off the back end of it for accomplishing that little challenge. But if you are someone who's happy to do that, to go out the way, for example, I wanted to get uncomfortable this week and I said out loud to the start of the, uh, the week in my group, because of the swim got cancelled in the, Iron, the half Ironman event, I'm actually going to go to the pool on Friday and swim the full iron distance, right? I've not, like, the, I've not even trained any more than the 1.2 swim in over a year, right? And that's 2.5 miles, 2.4 miles, right? I said I'm going to do that, right? I might not be able to. But I'm gonna go and get uncomfortable and fucking do it and push myself. This is just, I don't do this every week, by the way, guys. This is just it's like a wee I had this conversation with my coach as well, and he totally got it because he was like, I, was like, I just need to do it for peace of mind. The swim got cancelled, and I just want to go out there and fucking crank out a big swim. I want to do the full iron distance triathlon on my own in the pool and just fucking do it and get on with it. Because I know that it'll, it'll give me a lot of fulfillment for it. And I actually said that out loud, and there's a chance that my fucking lats and my shoulders might not let me do that, but I'm gonna do it anyway. So guys, that's a really good indicator as well there. So guys, biggest takeaway from this here is that there's three sort of pillars, right? Frustrated, content, hungry. We need to be living between content and hungry. We cannot be, you're going to be frustrated with things as well. But guys, frustration usually comes from mismanagement of expectations. Setting expectations way further than when your actions are actually at. You're like, I want to be like this person, but you're not living in line like that person. Do you know I mean, you look in the mirror, I want abs but you're fucking eating terribly and barely moving and not exercising, that's obviously going to lead to frustration. Do you know what I mean? So you need to set your expectations in line with that. I want to be in good shape, right? What's my expectation? So I need to make sure that I'm moving plenty. I need to make sure that I'm planning up my nutrition. I need to make sure that I'm I'm following through with regular exercise, upper on a Monday, lower on a Wednesday, full body on a Friday. Cool. 
And you won't feel frustrated because you're going to get momentum to get to that place, right? So what we need to understand is frustration usually leads from mismanagement of expectations, right? And that's where stress comes from as well, where folks set the bar incredibly high. And as I've said, it's important to do that. But at the same time, if you're not living in line with those targets that you're setting, then you're obviously going to be frustrated. But guys, hope you enjoyed the podcast. That was a bit of a fucking, like, just totally deep, <laughs> deep, deep one. And uh, calm folk out for excuses as well. But guys, as always, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please, please, please share this to your stories. Tag me in it. Uh, send it to someone else. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it as well if you enjoyed it. But guys, as always, always looking for more folk that are ready to get after it and join the program as well. So if you'd be interested in joining PLU, drop me a DM saying results and we will talk and go from there.